Welcome to another episode of Crouching Tiger Hidden Podcast, a kung fu podcast where we take a look at movies that are kung fu. All of them. Martial arts cinema. Pretty much only Asian cinema, though, I think. I don't think we've, we haven't looked at any <laughs> outside of Asian cinema. I'm pretty sure. No. No, we haven't. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about doing John Wick, but we haven't. Yet. Yeah, that's gun fu. Well, <laughs> yeah, we could, and that can come back into the the circle. Um, I am one of your hosts, Dave, and I am joined as always by Charles. That's me. I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> not going anywhere anytime soon. I hope. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're both in it for the long haul. There are no no guests, no other hosts pop in that I'm aware of. Unless something's been going on behind my back. <laughs> yep. I haven't been cheating on you. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, then we're we're safe in our, our kung fu circle. Uh, we are taking a look at Double World, a film from 2020. Uh, this appeared on, what's it on Netflix? Yes, same. Yeah, so it's worldwide um, Netflix. If it's, if it's on the... The New Zealand Netflix and the US one. It's probably everywhere. Um, I would say it's pretty safe. Yeah. Yeah. Safe bet. Safe bet. Uh, its original title is Jung Du. And this was directed by Teddy Chan. And Teddy Chan, uh, he's doesn't have. He has a larger. Uh, he's done quite a few pr- productions and his acting credits. It's about 2024. 20, um, acting roles, 12 directorial credits. He did Bodyguards and Assassins, Kung Fu Jungle, uh, The Accidental Spy. So that's a surprise. Um, that's a, a Jackie Chan one from 2001. And then everything else was a, a comedy or a drama. Okay. And the Kung Fu Jungle is with Donnie Yen and uh, Bodyguards and Assassins, I think, is. Yes, also Donnie Yen. Um, that one was a period piece, um, and none of those have been the ones that we've covered on the podcast, but th- that's all right. The Kofu Jungle was interesting, uh, but it's definitely, it's just it's j- more drama kind of has some fighting in it. Definitely no montages, so that that yeah, kicks it right out. Misleading. <laughs> you, you would think yeah and i i want to say that that's the uh is there a jungle in it that's what i want to know yeah there's no jungle uh it was under it was released under the title kung fu killer uh which is more accurate because that it's about a um uh martial arts master killer he's the Guy going around killing martial arts masters. Okay, and at least almost killing people. <laughs> yes, and then um, Donnie has to go like track him down, um, because he's he Donnie's character was uh, put in prison. Um, he killed someone by accident, and then they it's kind of like Silence of the Lambs. I don't know. They they get him out of prison because only another Kung Fu master can track down a Kung Fu killer. It's It was kind of silly. Um, the movie itself is not 
it's it's very dramatic. It's actually kind of like the one we just watched, where there's not where there's no humor. It's very very serious. Sounds kind of like the what's that? Um, was it the Korean one we watched with the islands? It was kind of like Battle yes, Royale. It um, sounds like that. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that. It's like the main guy was a cop who killed someone or something, so he was being punished, but he was also getting revenge against a criminal who was yes, who killed his daughter wife i think yeah what was that called revenge revenge revenger revenger yeah yeah it was like a weird non-english word that was english yeah everyone was oiled up and had very nice hair that's right (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway off topic yeah um well i mean not not really but yes um so we have in this one our main character uh press the wrong button here our our main character was Dong Gilong and this was uh, he was portrayed by Henry Lau who is a musician singer dancer rapper actor uh he was a member of Super Junior uh is a pop pop sensation group um from a few years ago uh, that was a, it's a Korean band, as if I recall correctly. Um, he does he speaks English, Mandarin, and Korean, so that would make sense. Uh, he really doesn't have everything he has is TV series work. So this was his first big film. Yeah, he's had some other stuff, but it's like big action role. Um, and then we have. Uh, Peter Ho, uh, who um, portrayed the the um, Chu Hyun, the ex- disgraced guard brother. <laughs> we'll get into the plot. There's like a lot of stuff happens in this movie, but um, he he has a much longer. It's fifty five credits. He's been acting for quite a while. He's going to be in the new Monkey King. Uh, Legend Begins, I think that we brought up a while ago. It's it's still in production right now. And then everything else, I, the rest of his things has been like the Wuxia uh, TV series. Um, and he was in Swordmaster in 2016. Um, the Monkey King Havoc in Heaven's Palace, which I think we did cover that. It's 2014. And he played Erlang Shen, which he reprises the role of Erlang Shen in the, I guess it's just rebooting the whole thing. I don't know. There's they they like, so confusing. They like to reboot Monkey King. Everyone just needs to do Monkey well, King. Well they keep changing like they, they just changed, keep they changed actors. Yeah, they changed actors from the first to the second movie when we were watching it. And like the guy that I think it was actually playing the bad guy in the first movie ended up playing Being the good guy. The That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was Donnie yeah. Yen was what the first one wasn't he in that series? Uh, yes. Yeah. It was weirdly Donnie Yen. I mean, it's not they weird, but you just—he's in so much makeup, you don't know. He doesn't really do kung fu. He's... Yeah. So it was interesting. Um, maybe just really want to play. Did they finish that series? I don't. I don't know. 
I don't think they I, did. I, I think we ended up like on a cliffhanger or something with the second which, one. I don't know. Yeah, which could be what's going on with the Legend Begins, but that just seems like they're redoing it. I will find out, I'm guessing. <laughs> we'll end up watching it, I'm sure. Uh, he was in The Legend of Liu Xiaofang, um, which is the swords, sword master. Uh, that one is, I want to say it's Lu Gong. It's based off of, uh, pulp, uh, wuxia novels from, I think, the 60s? 50s or 60s? Uh, and they've adapted that many, many times. Um, those are always a lot of fun. I've seen a few of the adaptations. Uh, he was in the Wind and Cloud TV series. Um, and that the Wind and Cloud are um, another wuxia, but that's based off of a, um, a Chinese comic book. Uh, that, that's like yeah. really good. Um, all, all the art in that is like they look like they're paintings. Like I don't know how long oh, it nice. takes the artist to do that, but they're very intricate. Uh, I guess there was a. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon TV series in 2000. Yeah. He was in that too. Uh, He's done a lot. Yeah, he has He has an extensive filmography. Then we have um, uh, Binu. Uh, so that's uh, Lucia Jiang plays one of the female lead um, actresses or characters. The actress, she was in Legend of the Naga Pearls, which is another Wuxia God of War, um, she was in Yip Man, The Final Fight, uh, True Legend, um, that's another, that's Kung Fu, not Usha, kind of it, uh, not too much, and then the other female lead, uh, uh Shusher, was in Skip Trace with, um, Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville, that was a tip terrible movie <laughs> it, was, oh, it, was, it, it was not good anything with Johnny Knoxville and Cubby yeah I mean there's a couple there's some good stunt stuff um because it's Johnny Knoxville and Jackie Chan so it's he, Johnny Knoxville is just used to hurting himself for film um and, and he's and money and he's just not afraid to to do that so that I think made or at least it's entertaining. It's not a good movie, though. Uh, she yeah. was in The Monkey King yeah. Part 3. Um, surprise, surprise. And that's... That's that's kind of it. I think that was, yeah, it's just a TV, TV series. Maybe. And then the main bad guy uh, was Guan Taishi. I just want to say that that's the advisor general guy. Uh, this is Minku, and he was in. Uh, he was 19- somebody, I'm sure. Yeah, he was in 1911 with Jackie Chan. That's that's a war movie. Um, on the Manchurian Russian War in China, 1911. Yeah. Uh, I don't recognize any of the other. Oh, Kung Fu Yoga. Um, as an uncredited character, that's it. He actually and Seven Swords in 2005. So he only has 26 films, and I think a lot of them have been dramas. 
Um, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, when you get it's like 115 films for for some of the actors. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So that's the main cast. Then there's like the emperor, but he's he's barely in it. He, he's barely in the movie, um, and he's probably also a uh, he looked like a model and or singer. So it's probably where his his strengths lie. Um, how about the reviews? What have we found? Um, the, we have some extreme reviews, which is always fun, nice and short and snappy. So we probably can do a couple of the one stars if you want to start there. Sure. Uh, this is if I could give it zero stars, I will. <laughs> and this is from It's an Ace. Eleventh uh, of January, two thousand twenty-one. So very recent. It always feels weird being so contemporary and like being up to date with these reviews. It feels like we're uh, talking yeah. to the person. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the review goes: terrible plot. Nothing makes sense in the in the story. Hundred percent commercial movie towards people know nothing about Chinese culture and history. Definitely avoid. I don't think it's trying to be a historical movie though. No. So I wouldn't really validate that opinion. But yeah, that's the review. Uh I don't know. What do you think? Agree? Disagree? <laughs> mm, I don't yeah, I don't agree with that. Uh I'll, I'll do another one. Absolute garbage. Uh from Arena twenty four, twenty fifth July two thousand and twenty. So a little bit older, so about a almost a year ago. Why, why, why do people make movies like this one? Absolutely painful and boring. At the end of the movie I was like, Why in the world did I waste two hours of my life on this garbage? Help someone in need if you have so much money to waste and don't make garbage like this. <laughs> oh, the other, I, yeah, I skimmed the other ones. They all have that same, yeah, they're, they're all similar. <laughs> Let's go to the other end of the spectrum. I think they're kind of fun to read. I just find <laughs> it funny that you've been that disgruntled with wasting two hours that you go on, log in, create an account with imdb if you don't have one to write a review like i just find that an amusing thought yeah i mean we do this for fun and i don't go to log in and do reviews on no exactly TV. i don't have to so we <laughs> this is our review uh <laughs> so nothing nothing too long in this one unless we drop down a few but i think um yeah I'll do a slightly longer one. This is Awesome Entertainment Must Watch. Two exclamation marks. And this is from Last Renegade on the 2nd of August, 2020. So, again, nine months, eight, ten months ago, whatever it was. I had watched this movie on Netflix. Should say, it's an amazing title. Much better than all of the mediocre and even a few blockbuster Hollywood movies. Truth be told, didn't expect this from a Chinese movie. Character plot could have been developed a bit more, and there are certain flaws here and there, but such minor drawbacks will never shunt you away from the sure volume of the movie. CGI is just exceptional and beautiful rendering. It looks like it looks very realistic except for minor areas of the action scenes. Well, 
guess you can't go wrong with the effects as it took them literally two years to make it. And I believe CGI visuals are done by more VFX. These are the same guys who did most of the effects in The Wandering Earth, another superb blockbuster. It's a fantasy light movie. It's entertaining and surely you will enjoy the flick. Truly deserved the title of blockbuster. I honestly think this was reviewed by one of the guys on the CGI team. I've got to give myself credit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the CGI was not bad, like, to be honest. Like, there was the, that wolf lion thing, dog lion. Mm-hmm. Looked pretty good. Most of the time. But. Yeah. Do you want to pick another one on here, or are we done with the reviews? I, the kind of more just uh, fancy. May, I skimmed the rest, and nothing was giving us <laughs> any good what vibes. We, what we needed, so uh, it's kind of funny how we get sometimes it's real plot heavy in the reviews, and then other times it's just it's just fanboying yeah, or, not, yep. <laughs> or hating. Still fun to check. Yeah. Well. Goodness, I guess that brings us to to us just summarizing this. Um, well, I will read the IMDb summary, and then we're gonna we'll, we'll expound upon it because it's very brief. Yes, cool. Seeing the neighboring country become more and more powerful, a warlord organizes a competition to reveal the best warriors. A young man is eager to bring honor to his clan. Is that is yes? That a- <laughs> It's pretty accurate, to be honest. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so that was yeah, I think it ends up being a lot more complicated than this. Well, because the, the the warlord in question that they mention isn't actually doing that to find a warrior. They're doing that to actually find a way to assassinate his own emperor. But it's not his own emperor because he's a spy from the other nation. <laughs> yeah. And the the warrior who's trying to gain a, a favor for his tribe is not actually from that tribe. He's, um, uh, I guess, a refugee, for lack of a better word, uh, a refugee orphan who's actually the prince of the other nation. <laughs> yeah, or a, a a noble figure. He, yeah, he's a he's a, a prince. I don't think it's like the prince, but um, it's a it's so this is dealing with historical concepts from China, and we've covered these a bunch. It's generally always north and south, like northern China, yes. southern China. That's just how it's split up. Uh, and uh, talked about it before, historically, like that's what happened. The, 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 the northern areas ended up kind of taking over the south. And that's well, what sort of what's sort happening of- here. Yeah, they sort of did it with costuming a little bit. Like, we don't see much of the Northern Kingdom, but they seem to be aesthetically more Mongolian, which is the Northern China, if I'm correct. Yes. Like, their costuming uh, had that more, yeah, that that aesthetic to it. So they were leaning into it a little bit. Mm. But not really much at all, because we barely see anything. No, yeah, it's not not really about... The north, it's, it's about what's going on in, the, in this southern kingdom. And uh, so 
we have the the ruler of the southern kingdom, and he's a young a younger ruler. Um, is relying on his. Uh, I think he's like a general. They gave him. I don't remember what the title is. Uh, to be it, honest, the English translation was tutor, the grand tutor. Yeah, it's. Oh, it was I, a and weird, I, and I don't know if our subtitles were the same. Um, and and it could have been. Uh, but I think it's because he had held a previous position. I know in the beginning it was saying Grand Tutor, and then it talks about like what he what he had done, um, because he was in charge of the um, the forces in the war uh, that was some years prior to it was like ten fifteen years earlier. I don't remember the time thing. Several of the characters were kids. Very young kids during the war, and now they're adults. So it's yep. more than more than ten years. Uh, yeah, he was a general of sorts. Yeah, he he he's like the um, he's the not on the field. He's sort of the advisor to the king, and um, supposed to be kind of controlling the troops from the the uh, like the palace. Like not out on the field. Yeah, but he was at a battle with the um, where one of the tribes of the Southern Kingdom was fighting in, and he didn't like how powerful their commander was, which is the brother of one of the main characters. So yeah. he left them to die. But he's also a spy for the Northern Kingdom. That bit is what that 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 bit made no sense to me. Like why? Yeah, so he's, I don't think he's a spy. So. As well, because of his right hand man, yeah, he, he, he's, was, he's not a spy. He's working with them because he thinks um, that there's a better chance of the northern uh, kingdom. Like, if he puts them in power, that puts them in a better position. Like, the southern kingdom is not strong enough. Like he doesn't want to be on the losing side, so he's kind of hedging his bet somewhere else. See, I took it as that he, it wasn't very clear because he's got his like, it wasn't. Uh, like bodyguard. On. There's like one scene where he has a conversation with his bodyguard where it alludes to that he's that communicating with the Northern Kingdom, and then the in the final fight scene, battle scene, the his bodyguard basically dies because he sees the markings of the ro- the royal blood of the main character and it's like oh my my king or whatever he says he says something along those lines yeah there there's my northern and um, any uh soldiers in the palace yeah yes cuz he's introduced them yeah you know the advisor he's not a spy he's like uh he's betraying. trying to he's put betraying. him he's betraying cuz he's trying to put himself in the higher position uh, it's okay, okay. Is, so is, he's is he's usurping. Yes, yes. He's like, but yeah, his- I'm. I I will take over this stuff, and I will give you guys, I think, some amount of land or something. You know, he's doing some sort of negotiation to benefit the North, but still put himself in power. Yeah, so he'll become yeah, some yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes a little bit more sense, but it seemed very weird that he was trying to undermine it. But he was already in a position of power the way it looked. But it, I guess it's more your classic Jafar 
yeah. scenario, isn't it? Yeah, he wants. More it just wasn't presented has. as clearly. It wasn't presented super clearly. <laughs> um, and so I that bit confused me. Is like, why is he working with the North, and then he's actually trying to kill the person who represents the North? And yeah. <laughs> Well, I think in parts of it is he's uh, he's trying to maintain that illusion of like he's not involved. Yeah, because that's the thing here. He uses an attack from northern assassins to instigate his plan. Yeah, he's trying to make the war. He's trying to get a war to happen again. Like, because in the beginning, um, he there's a big long discussion where they're they're. They're saying that there's uh, there's going to be a war, and so they need to get the best um, fighters from all of their tribes um, to fight against the North. And that's why they have this big competition. Uh, and in doing so, um, put up a new... Like, the prize of the competition is to instill a new um, field commander. Like yeah, you'll, 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 dude. Yeah. You get that position by showing you're the best, which is real weird because, as we find out, the competition's not one where, like, if you're putting all the best fighters from your villages, or from your, yeah, from your villages and your tribes, and you're putting them in this competition, but the competition is like a life or death one, then you're killing all your strongest people, which is what the tutor wants to happen. He wants yeah. to weaken the southern kingdom but i mean as the emperor as the king you'd be like maybe this is a good idea <laughs> maybe we yeah. shouldn't how do it this way how about you just get them to do a written test or something <laughs> yes which they love to do like there was many many um exams that would take days to do yeah it was it, that bit was a bit weird it did create some interesting um scenes i would have liked that tournament to be a more meaty chunk of the movie and and the thing is, when I remember watching the trailer for this, I thought that was going to be like, I thought this was like a tournament battle movie. Like, that's what it seemed like it was going to be, because I think the trailer like really highlights that because it's a big, giant set piece and some crazy stuff going right, on. They're going to use it, aren't they? Yeah. And then they kind of, it it happens and then it's gone. Like, okay. So, yeah, and then um, the last chunk of the movie kind of drags on a bit, and yeah, it kind of just things happen, and it it, it we didn't see them coming. <laughs> yeah, so um, the the longest short of the beginning part is um, there's a call for uh, each of the villages to like send um, three. I think it's it's more than three people. Um, they can send some people, some amount up to five or i don't know i don't remember uh to um represent the village or that tribe uh in the the tournament yes. and our main character uh he is he's kind of like aladdin <laughs> he's just like a, a the plucky orphan lovable, yeah lovable that, kind of miscreant yeah, he's like stealing water when there's a big water ration going on, and um, he gets what's his like, nickname? Doesn't he have a nickname? He's like a he's like the town fool kind of. Yeah, I don't remember. What he, they they called him something. He kept getting upset because he was like, "I have a name. It's not whatever you're calling yeah. me." 
Um, but this is Dong Yilong and uh, Chu Hun. Chu Hun is a uh, washed up mercenary. Is what he kind of like appears as. He has a. Uh, he's just doing odd jobs around the village. Like they took him in after the war. Yeah, but they call it. They call him a uh, derogatory name as well. Uh, like yeah, uh, yeah, because he doesn't coward do or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone thinks he ran we'll, away from this big battle. Yes, that he turned and ran and fled. So they call him a coward. They took him in, yeah. but they still call him a coward. Yeah, which isn't what happened. It's, it's it was a whole big traitor thing that we mentioned earlier, where his his brother was the um, lead general. I don't even think he was the general. I think he was just yeah of that unit, maybe commander. Yeah. Commander, He's like yeah. the commander of the unit, and they were waiting for reinforcements that never came because they got betrayed by the great tutor, which ended yeah, up and it's like his brother killed, and so now Chu Hyun. Um, He's living in disgrace and exile, but he has a vengeance against the tutor. Yeah, and I guess that goes into his his character development of the of the tutor. That he was, he, even though he's on the south side, he was always looking out for his agenda because it suited him. He was intimidated or scared by the success and prowess of um, Julian's the guy's brother. Yeah, that's it. Uh, um, and so, yeah, yeah, it kind of to, adds to his character, and that he's just taking it a step further now. And it's all making sense. It's great. I'm like talking to you about these things because it solidifies. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting it worked out. There was a lot. There was a lot going on um, for an action movie. It's dialogue heavy. Um, well, yeah, and this like, like, <laughs> well, yeah. But they, so they set up this ragtag team of three to go represent the tribe, and it it's kind well, of funny because they don't yeah, seem I mean, that happy even about have it. Three, it's just the two of them. Well, no, there is three. Oh, <laughs> oh there was. Yeah, he didn't make it. Did he? And he looked like he was going like to be guard. a lead character, like because yeah, we had the village we had, guard. <laughs> yeah, like he was a head guard. He looked respectable. He's cleaner than everyone else. He was he was a very capable fighter. Like you see him, he's very capable physically. Um, in the early starts. And then we've got the ragtag miscreant. We have the big muscle. And it's like, oh, this is going to be a good trio. Within 30 seconds of them leaving the village, <laughs> the head guard just dies. He gets, like, he gets swallowed and stabbed through the body by a giant scorpion. And so this part happened and I was so happy. I was like, this has huge, giant scorpions? What's going on? Like, I wasn't expecting there to be, like, monsters or something in this that wasn't, you know, not just people fighting. Well, I actually thought about, at that point and later on, with the giant snake, that this is Monster Hunter, but in China. Yes. (laughs) It's a pretty good Monster Hunter movie. Like, (laughs) if you kind of just change a few things, it would be a Monster Hunter movie. Yeah, big weapons, if, if they, like, big if dumb they, like, swords. If they focused a little more on it or did more with it, because they really didn't. Like, it, it just no. it became, like, background noise. Like, I, I, do, I was I actually do. more interested in, like, what else is going on in this world? There's, these scorpions are huge. They're, they're, it's like a Ray Harryhausen giant scorpion. Yeah. Two, two I, I, <laughs> I kind of like... 
it's one of the things I like about John Wick, kind of bringing it back to that, is it the world just exists, and it doesn't need to explain it exists. So I kind of like that there was some kind of weird flavor in this movie with like that. Like there was just oh yeah, no, it was fine. I it, I just thought I wanted more of that. You want to dive into it? Yeah, yeah. yeah you want to get more into it. Um, and I kind of like that with almost the city. Like it's this crazy city but it's the first one of these fantasy cities that was seen that has kind of steampunk mechanical mm-hmm. things in it as well and i kind of dug that like it didn't fit but it kind of fit because of the way it was aesthetically presented like these weird mechanical elevators and stuff um so i did like the world building in that way it didn't kind of explain it just kind of it was you see that you can see that these people can't survive in that out in the wilderness and so they kind of huddle together in their tribes but yeah, they, um, I mean, they have to danger. because there's horrible things outside of like civilization <laughs> that it just did, didn't. Uh, it's not that it didn't explain it because I don't really. That doesn't matter, but it didn't yeah, lean yeah. into it. It didn't show anything else. Like we get a scorpion, yes. get the lion dog, which was really cool, and then big snake. I think that was it. Yes, I I agree. I think I agree. A little bit more of this um, world could have been presented and been cooler like a few more large animals or even this mystic forest that the, the guy kept talking about which made no sense he just starts talking about it and then they and end up going asking, there he kept asking everybody about it yeah then it, it went there and they but it didn't really explain I, I feel, what it was like this is based off of a book like, there's gotta yeah, be more probably. happening with this stuff because it's very like it's giving you exposition, but then just not following through with it. There's just not enough time or, or budget or whatever. I don't know. Well, you couldn't really, really, sh- really fit it. I mean, like, the story just didn't allow for the other stuff to be happening. Yeah, whereas a book can kind of dive into some of these things without really yeah. getting tiresome. Whereas a movie, it can't show you everything that a movie book can no, describe. No, if, if it was, like, a series, like a trilogy or something, then, yeah, you could have taken time to do that. Well, that's what I'm talking ahead. It seems like this is setting up for a trilogy, to be honest. Mm, Yeah, we'll we'll get to the end of that. And then when we get to the snake thing, um, there's some stuff about that that was, I thought, important. Um, Yeah, so they they begin their trip. It quickly goes from three to two. uh, And they're like trying to figure out what are they going to do with only two people they need someone else to be in their in their group because i think you get punished if you don't have like the right amount of people there's a lot going on with some rules like the villages get punished if they don't send the people i think if they don't have a full team they probably get punished there's a lot of punishment happening here and if they lose they get punished if they lose you get really badly punished like way it, it, it exceeds like just the the honor deficit of losing like you're supposed to yeah, be the like best of the best situation. of your village yeah if you lose you well you probably somebody sometimes you die uh or you get the you get loser basically tattooed on your face I and mean, it's branded um and then everyone treats you like a loser like your own teams like your own village will like hate you yeah, and there's so much luck involved with it as well. That's the, the crazy thing. It's <laughs> not even, it's not even like skill because the yeah the stuff that they have to go through is not. Um, I mean, there's skill involved because there's martial skill happening, but it's team based battle royale stuff. So 
there's a lot, a lot that can go wrong. Um, but yeah, they, they, they're heading toward, um, the Royal city, the big city that everyone has to, to get to, to compete in this tournament. And they run into, um, one of the other teams and a, okay. a, a, a thief. Yeah. They're like all the, the clans. The costuming was very good. The, the way it was they, really they, good. They, you could you could tell who was part of what, what. Yeah, clan. They they all had a specific outfit that they kind of would wear. They're their team colors. <laughs> yeah, there was aesthetically you could tell, and like yeah. there was also there was a lady clan, which were obviously more prominently um, female, and so they had three three female representatives and stuff. It's cool stuff like that, and their costuming was all cool and. Yeah. And yeah, we meet the, I guess, the main actress, the main... Yeah, um, for some reason, like, the IMDb doesn't give her character name. And I don't remember what it was. Uh, she had, she was no name, like, she had no name. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think they thing. said it. Well, did she say she has no name, and I think he tried giving yeah, well, her it's, one. It's, yeah, it's like, Moo something. It's literally just yeah. like no name. Yeah. Um But her I probably liked her character the best. But it not it didn't have as much motivation um as another character we run into is Binu. Uh we run into her in the city like when they first get there. Um it's a it's a young woman, um in a there's there's slave trading going on so they have um northern women or just slave northern soldiers people from the north slaves yeah (laughs) captured people they're captured and they're like auctioned off um it's pretty awful yeah and so she ends up uh it's like it was a real weird scene because the slave auctioner had Binu and then another lady like fight to the death and then whoever won would go free it seems like wasteful like if you're selling I mean that that just shows the value that they're holding on on the, the northern or you know whoever their enemies are yeah yeah. It didn't really make sense. It made it very vicious and very nasty. Um, and this is with the point at this market, we see this random lady in blue that we see twice in the whole movie, and it made no sense. And it still doesn't make sense when we see her again. <laughs> like this, is this lady in blue turns up and watches them. Yeah, when it when it goes to the end of the film and does the exposition where she's explaining stuff, I just I didn't know what she was talking about so <laughs> so somewhere along there like i something got lost in translation i think, I think. she was like the like handmaiden to the main guy's mum, who was royalty i think yeah but she's doing weird it was weird stuff with illusions like- and things that like making people see stuff that didn't really help anybody it was weird yeah. She's like a guide that didn't guide. <laughs> yeah. The, the, 
it was it was strange. Well, well, I think I'll get to that toward the end of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is, that's when she first appears, and there's no explanation. She just this lady in blue that looking at the main guy, and that was it. Yeah, it was it was strange. Yeah. So we have um, uh, the no name girl. She's even joined them at this point. She's just like had stolen stuff and she had stolen the talisman because every each of the clans have a little talisman like um to show that they're the proof of what village they're from and she took one talisman and then she's just trying to i don't think she's trying to join the competition she's just no i think she is she's trying to seek glory I think she was trying to represent that clan that she stole yeah, this thing like from. by herself though it was a real weird because they're there too. Yeah. She didn't trick them she anywhere. They got stuck in the sandstorm. But she did have their crest. So I guess they couldn't yeah. say that, hey, it's us. It was a little weird. She did. Have, she does have a ginormous sword, which is really cool. The sword is cool. And how she fights, I like. Yeah, because she uses the weight of the fun. sword to like kind of throw herself around. Yeah, yeah. I did like that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um... And then we have uh, uh, Chu Hyun, the um, disgraced guy in exile, has this broken spear, which is pretty cool too. And it's, it, you find out that it's his brother's spear. It's like the whole spear, but the very tip is kind of like three, 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 three fourths of it's miss, missing. And it was snapped when she was killed. He was the uh, brother killed uh, this this prisoner girl's dad. Dead? Who, uh, yeah. uh, yes, it was her father who was the commander of the uh, the northern forces. Yeah. Yes. Who and we find out she... is Binu, who's the um, the girl being sold. Yep. We have pointed out later, but it, it 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 becomes obvious like pretty quickly. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, they show they show flashbacks and as they talk. Yeah, <laughs> because she sees the spear, and on on the spear is written his brother's name. And oh, so it's she, the, it's brother's name or family name? I think it might be the family it's name. It's the family Chris. name, but um, there he's well known. Yeah, he doesn't use it, so um, because he's been going as another name the whole time. Yeah. So this is when we get to the tournament itself, and then this um. The prisoner girl, she watches over, and I thought it was really cool how she like hides in the same fabric as the like the canopies of the of the stadium. But then yeah, she doesn't do anything with cool. it. <laughs> they didn't well, do anything with it. Y- yes, because so what happens is she says that she's trying to kill Chu Hyun because yes, she she, she, thinks, wants she she thinks he's the brother that killed her father. Yes. And then and then he tells her, "No, that was my brother." But I, you know, I see where you're going with that, and I just need to finish my duty, and then you can you can kill me, and then we're we're both like our the stuff we want to do is done. Like, well, yeah, we're, we're even. Um, and Chu Hyun's desire is to kill um, the the great tutor, and uh, so he that's why he joined the the group because that would get him close enough to kill him if he can compete in this tournament and win win, or at least do good at it to get close enough to be awarded um and then he can enact his revenge and then he tells her that it's or i think she says like 
Yes, so as soon as your revenge is done, I'm going to kill you. So she's hiding with a crossbow, like, on on the top of these, uh, like, pavilion things with these really neat streamers. And so she's wearing, like, it's almost like a ghillie suit. Um, yeah, it's, it's really well done. Yeah. And the whole thing is she's waiting for him to stab the tutor and then she'll shoot him. She'll shoot, shoot him. But she doesn't do what he was gonna do, so then she's like, Well, I can't I can't kill him until he finishes his mission. Yeah. I just would have liked more. I mean, she she, she benefits of him killing the tutor anyway, because she doesn't care about any of the people in the South. Yeah. And so I get the honorable thing of her waiting and her being there ready to shoot. And because obviously they get through this first round and he's presented by it with an award from um, the Grand Tudor. So he's in a position to do it, but for the greater goals of the team, he chooses not to. And she's like, why don't you do it? But like, I would have liked to her to reluctantly help them in this tournament. I was expecting her to like keep him alive at some point to I mean make sure it would have made gets... more sense if she It would have been cool, like yeah. especially well, what I mean, happens it, it benefits with the character her. development. Yeah, it benefits her for him to succeed. Exactly. And so I was like, Oh, she's gonna help him so he can succeed in his thing, so she's allowing him to do his revenge so she can then and I thought that would have been a way, but they didn't. It just I think that was a missed opportunity because if she shot an arrow and like saved him at like a clinch moment, that could have been like a cool. Because she she learns to she starts to care for him over the course of the movie, and that would have been she reluctantly saved him, but then wants to save him by the end of the movie. Um, yeah, yeah missed opportunities. Bygone. Yeah, it's like, there's, yeah. There's, there's a lot going on because they they finished that first arc of the or the first round of the tournament. And then the tutor wants to sow chaos, so he, like, pays one of the teams to go attack other teams. It's like, okay. It's very needless. <laughs> it's just a lot of Yeah, work. that was a bit confusing. It took a minute to work out what was going on. Um, I think it's because, yeah, he pays them because he recognizes who he is. Uh, yes, because he, he the, saw the, him the staff, right right the up staff. close, and he saw the staff, and he's like, well, I really can't have um, Chu Hyun talking to anybody and saying that I was a traitor, because he technically is a traitor. Yep. And so he's trying to shut Chu Hyun up. Yes, and so he sends one of the clans, but then when the clans get stopped and caught... Uh, the tutor's bodyguard assassinates the clan member who was still alive and he was about to be questioned. So they're clearing yeah. up their own mess. Yeah. And making yeah. everything complicated in the middle of doing Yes. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I must admit, I did pause that section and rewind it and reread the, the, the dialogue to make sure I understood mm. what was going on there. <laughs> Yeah, and we get like some character development between the 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 group, um, but it's it doesn't move along here. At least yeah, not it's more just the... yet. Uh, it's a, it's toward the end that like everything kind of comes together and then falls apart. <laughs> so, 
And unfortunately, that's where weakness is, is the writing in this film is probably the weakest point um, for the fact these characters start to care for each other, but they don't really give them enough reasons to. Like, they haven't really been through that trial of fire. They kind of, it happens so quickly. They kind of stumble yeah. their way through the first the, the first obstacle. It wasn't really a team building exercise. It just kind of happened. Yeah, you you could see more cohesiveness with like all of the other clans like had better teamwork because the Dong Yilong and Chu Hyun were just thrown together. Like yeah. they don't necessarily even sense. like each other. Uh, now that what that does do is this entire movie serves to like show growth between Dong Yilong and Chu Hyun. Like, they have the most room to grow and the most chance to do so because they are the main characters, so you're, like, spending more time with them. Um, we don't really get to know any of the other teams except for the leader of the um, guys the with the horses. Clan. Yeah. Yes, the Turtle Clan. And uh, is it Hawk or something like that? He ends up being one of the teams that survive, and they show his ruthlessness. I did like yeah. his kind of mini-arc in the film. Like, he's extremely ruthless. First, first trial, he to succeed and to get through as the top three teams, he cuts the leg off one of his men. Yeah. Uh, like, he just chops it off. And then, uh, you know, is playing dirty or ruthless to gain because he wants to be this general guy. But then by the end of the film, he turns around and starts supporting the main characters for the greater good of his kingdom, like his country. And so I kind of like that mini arc with him. But you're right, we don't know much about him, we don't know his background, anything. Uh, yeah. That's all very, very, very superficial in a way. But I did like that they had a little bit of an arc with him. Yeah, they did. And we kind of get that with, like, the um, the all-female uh, tribe. Like, they just disappear. We get nothing from them. Yeah, we get I nothing from they them. they die? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Again, back to the Monster Hunter world, the next the next task is going to uh, Crazy Snake Island. I can't remember if it had a name. Uh, yeah, it's yes. the, whatever the Misty Forest is. Um, no, well, no, the Misty Forest is like different. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that, that was... Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was just some weird snake island the, with a... The mountain thing. Yeah. And it, again, very monster hunter. There's plants that hurt you. <laughs> There's giant uh, ferns and vines that look terrible. Like you, they look like something you should never touch, and you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, again, very monster hunter, <laughs> and it's basically just the first team to get uh, a giant mate magic snake egg back. And yeah, the, the all-female team, they look like the first two just get eaten by the vines. And the third one, I think, just was it eaten by the snake? I think so. It was real, like, hectic once everything started going bad. Like, there was a lot of vines and tentacle things and snakes. The, the big, it's, just, it's a dragon, basically. Yeah, it's I kind of like how they... I like the aesthetic of of the snake because it it was very serpenty, but it also had like almost a humanish face. Yeah, it's very expressive. Um, it, it looked like Draco from uh, Dragonheart. Been too long. I haven't I haven't seen that in such a long time. 
But so it had um, a metal uh, helmet helmet on, and it was uh, the backstory of it. It was used during the war. It's like the Beast King, I think is what it's called. Uh, but the the emperor or the, the the kingdom put that control helmet on it and made it fight for them um, against the northern tribe or the northern kingdom. And yeah. after the war, they had no use for it because they're not fighting a war anymore. So they just stuck it. They just kind of left it with the helmet on and it's in pain because the helmet's just dug into its skull and they just stuck it on the mountain for whenever they needed it for the next battle. And it's just been sitting what, there for years. What's that children's kind of like fairy, fairy tale type story about the lion and the mouse and the mouse helps the lion pull out the thorn on his paw? I don't know the name of it, but yeah, it's it's that. You know, it's it's basically that's Fable. basically what happens in this. Yeah, yeah. The they the main guy realizes it's so angry because it's in pain, <laughs> and so risks his life to help it, and then it helps them in return. Yeah, he, he the the trio rip off the crown, and it it had disturbing. What I don't like is it's it's a dragon. It has like dragon. Um, Antlers, the yeah, Chinese horns, Chinese yeah. dragons have horns, but the horns. But, the, but the, these are like prehensile, and they bent. It was real disturbing. They were like ears. I, I'm watching that now. I've got it up playing now, and yeah, that's more of a ear skin texture movement. Yeah, it's yeah. real strange, but um, it you know, it just gave it more expression. Yep. No, yeah, I did like the look of it. I thought the CG was done quite well. Yeah, and I I want to see like these battles where it's like it's being funny. used to fight or like where the arts it maybe it fights other monsters. Like, does the North have huge monsters that they're riding around on? Like, I, there's I have questions that this movie does not answer. <laughs> we demand answers. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, maybe it, maybe a prequel might be might mm-hmm. be up for. It could be interesting. Yeah, because I don't know where they the would world. go after it. Um, well, that's the yeah. interesting thing. The main guy, he he just doesn't really have much of an ending. He just is like, I'm heading back to this mountain to return the egg. Yeah, and that that's was all it. We know of him. And so it'd be cool for the sequel. He becomes the Beastmaster, but the Beast wants to work with him. And so he's, and he just rocks around on this massive dragon thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's a lot. There's like other subtle stuff that kind of uh, happens toward the end that's like, it, it raises more questions that definitely do not get answered. Uh, yeah, so they they get the egg. the The Beast King agrees to let him borrow the egg, and he's like, "I'll just bring it back when we're done with it." Yeah, and I was like, "I just need to borrow it real quick and show the king, and then I'll I'll bring it back to you." And it's like, and if I don't bring it back, I'll I'll die or something. He makes a promise. Um, yeah, and so they head back, and everything just goes wrong. The uh, the great tutor like wanted, um, he doesn't want anyone to come back because he doesn't really want to lose his job, I guess. And he's trying to get rid of the king and trying to do rebellion. There's a lot. He has a lot of plans. And it keeps getting messed up because these people keep surviving and Chu Hyun is still alive. And that's that's 
what he doesn't want is any proof of him being a traitor. Um, so they, like, ambush Chuhyun, or really they just ambush um, Shusha and torture her. Well, see, what's interesting, they, they first he first introduces discord between them. He tells them the final task is to fight to the death between the the, the three winning the three people from this winning tribe. Yeah, yeah, because Which there can only be stupid. one. Well, there can only be Mind one me. commander. So, yeah, but if yeah. they other two agree it's who's dumb. the commander, which they try, but now they are angry and scared of what's happening, and it creates discord between them. Um, and they, I can't remember why, but they all split up because they get angry at each other. But it's... well, they got angry. I think that's the part where the blue lady comes in and shows them the illusions. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she comes yeah, back. She comes back. I don't know who she is, and she. I'm sure she, she tells like, him that she's she's with from her mother. But why didn't she just look after this kid the whole time? Why did she just abandon I, him? I don't know. Um, and she she shows them weird illusions that some of it's the true past and some of it's just making them upset. Um, but it really makes. Chuhyun upset because That's right, cause she she reveals that Dong Yilong is a um a, a northerner. Yeah, he's a, not only a northerner, but he's not a commoner. He's like royalty. Yeah, he's like I don't work with northerners. Yeah. That's right. That's why they storm off from each other. Mm-hmm. So she yeah she doesn't help. Like if she didn't do that, then I think she's trying to get him to go back to the north. It was real weird because she just kind of like floats in and. Talks and <laughs> like leaves, and you're like, okay. Well, she wants to re- him to re- uh, reestablish peace because there had been peace, and it's been messy well, because it, of the tutor. Well, yeah, because of the tutor, he keeps instigating violence because that's to his benefit. For it's general politics. If there's war, someone's profiting from it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she wants him to stop the north. I think she wants him to go south. back take a position of leadership and then get them to like take back their people that are that are hanging out in the south and causing discord yeah yeah, that's, yeah I that's think that's thought. what was happening it, it was real weird they didn't yeah. make it because he clear. doesn't what's what's really weird about it is that she says that and most movies they'd be like okay that's what's gonna happen whereas in this he's like okay I'm not doing that <laughs> and just proceeds not to do anything what he's told he should do. Yeah. Yeah, now she is the prince, because I've got the dialogue up now, and she's saying, take back the throne, take back your father's throne. Um, but I guess he could be one of many children from... Um, yeah, it wasn't... It, it, I don't think it, like, just didn't... All he had is his mother's comb as, like, the keepsake. Yeah. Or proof of his... Well, the proof is the giant... Um, Golden seagull on his arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, now they're separated. They're the um, I guess weak, open for attack. Yeah, and we get to the worst part of the movie where um, Shisher's character, the no no name, is kidnapped. Not kidnapped. She's just like ganged up on. Yeah. Well, she's ganged up on, and um, the tutor like 
tortures her, rips out chunks of her oh, hair was, like her big braids. That was awful. It was really bad because it, it did terrible sound and it sat there and lingered. She's crying and it was just not cool. Uh, yeah, I watched this yeah. with Odin um, and he's like, I said, what I saw before we came on here, I asked him, I said, what did you think of the film? Like, have you got anything you want to share with the people who listen to the podcast? And he's like, it was dumb. The guy died by the, from the scorpion. Like they lost their third guy straight away. <laughs> and he said, it was also dumb that the girl died. Like it was super dumb. That's <laughs> all he said. Um, so yeah, yeah that was well, she's thoughts. like a main, she's a main character. She gets some kind of development and then she doesn't, like, her death doesn't serve any kind of purpose. Except to make, um, the dude angry. But he would have been mad anyway. Like, <laughs> exactly. I know. I know. I know. I don't think it's a valid reason because I'm it the was, same. It was not because then you get um, Binu gets killed. So both oh, does of she the... die as well? Yeah. I forgot. Does she die yeah, as well at the yeah, end? She comes too. back. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. She so dies awful. to save him, though. Which is kind of yeah, cool. Like she's gone I from get, hating him. Yeah, but but it is cheap. It's a cheap death. Okay, so put it in the perspective that they've killed off every female character in this movie. I know, except that's for what's like bad. the blue lady. It's yeah, like, no, uh, I agree. I, completely I mean, agree. most of the other dudes died too. To be to to, it doesn't even it out. But like a lot of people die. There's a lot, this is not a. It's not like a really, it's not a kid-friendly movie, I would say. Like, it, yeah. has, it has fun action pieces, there's some cool monsters, but there's just a lot of, like, needless death. And it's, it works because it's not glorifying violence, it's telling you that it's bad. Yeah, and they're generally fighting to stop. Or, yeah. yeah. Like, at least the main guys are, they're trying to stop people being dictators and crazy yeah there, there's there's some good like moral stuff going on but it's like couched in a two hours of like waiting for something to happen and then it's you're undoing a lot of goodwill when you when you kill off both of the two female like lead actors yeah it's a weird one because i yeah it does seem it does yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Especially that it didn't need, it just didn't seem to need to happen to tell the story. No, it didn't. And it I definitely didn't need of... to sit there and have her be tortured and then, like, stabbed through her back and have, like, a death cry. It's like, what is going on? I did not expect it. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, it was very vicious and uh, again unexpected. And so I kind of appreciate the fact that they're willing to kill, kill off a main character in, in, in that way because all the movies won't. Yeah, but they, they killed both the ladies. I know. Out, that's out, where it's out of four people. Exactly. That's where it gets um, weird. <laughs> yeah. And I completely agree with you on that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it and was I a get, lot. <laughs> um, um, 
for for the for his his development, the main guy. No, oh, the main. What's his name? The big one. <laughs> uh, Don Gidlong. Yeah. He's the big one, the the Chu. Um, oh, the Chu, Chu Hyun, Chu Hyun, just the Chu Hyun. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I kind of like because at least it's not his love interest. Like it's not this. They were friends. It was a platonic relationship, and he gave up his desire for revenge to try and save her. I did appreciate that, and unfortunately, the guy's such a jerk that it didn't actually help. Um, no, and it was like it made it worse because he's fighting to rest to to save her as she's being like tortured, and he knows that the dude torturing her is not a trustworthy guy, and he's like, "Well, I'll just lay down my weapon that now, now we've been fighting." And it's like he's just gonna just kill both of you. Yeah, yeah. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's no, the, I, I that's, that one dude is the least guy that you should ever like surrender to trust yeah so agreed yeah it wasn't cool and then uh and then and then binu gets she gets killed a few minutes later <laughs> i can't actually remember because it was in that cra- it was in the crazy action scene wasn't it at the end I'm yeah trying to remember it. i i remember her yeah she she dies to save him from memory yeah, because he he gets like they captured him, and then he's brought before the um, king as a traitor. Emperor. Yeah, and then uh, Dong Yilong shows up and basically challenges the emperor to like a trial by con- he's he's basically saying that um, I'm the only surviving. Uh, person so that may, that makes me the commander the winner the winner yeah, of this like tournament. I'm the winner and you have to honor your the bargain or else what does that make you you know it makes you a, like a yeah. liar I, I did i did like that scene like that he had the balls to kind of uh step into the lion's den and say and challenge him and then and the, the grand tutor's like oh you can't say that and he's like no i won i want equal footing as you you can't <laughs> you can't deny what i'm saying <laughs> and i thought that was quite cool like i did like that yeah. uh and so so then he accuses him of and then the the emperor gives him a chance to stand up but he's got yeah weird mechanical sneaky things hidden inside <laughs> the capital <laughs> Well, he didn't hide them. It was like the Grand Tutor built everything. Or, or that's what I mean. The Grand Tutor, yeah. Like, yeah, knows about all of the traps in he, the capital. No, that's that's doing. So I mean, he hid them. Well, he does stay. Yeah, he yeah. spent ten years building this building as a secret trap to burn the Emperor in, and so this is all part of his plan. And it's a tower of uh, fire. The tower of like yeah, gasoline, oil. yeah, gasoline, oil, yeah, yeah, uh, kerosene or something, yeah, some fuel. Yeah. Pretty risky because it could go off any time. And and you made it a container, so if it goes up, it's just going to explode. It's just, yeah, a giant bomb. You got a massive like bomb in the middle of your city. Yeah, and all of the the weird traps that you just touch a button on accident, and you've launched like batarangs at everyone. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. It's really dumb, but really cool. 
Yeah. And there's a whole big thing of the um the guards try to take the emperor and, and keep him safe once the the cuz the Dong Yilong's he gets helped by uh, Chuhyun um who had kind of given up but then they they fight the machine that shoots boomerangs I don't know it's weird um and the uh, the grand tutor I think he just he just gives up his charade he's just like sound the horn summon the northern spies whatever they're in the well, they're in the I think audience. the plan was always the word, the plan was always to attack at this gathering because it was the end of a big event. It brings out the emperor. I think yeah, he wouldn't but, he, come out. but he was like, nah, he didn't care anymore. He's like, just do the thing. Like, I can't yeah, be yeah. bothered. <laughs> like, this is carrying on too long. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh, that's right, because um, the main guy doesn't actually accuse the Grand Tutor of treason. He... Agree. Oh, that's what I thought was weird. Why doesn't he just accuse the Grand Tutor? He he agrees with uh, Chu Han's betrayal, and then asks to be the one who fights him. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, that's what actually happens. I just I'm like that's what I did think was weird. It's like why doesn't he just accuse the Tutor he of this? Now? He doesn't have any proof. Well, yeah, it's. They don't have proof of anything about Chu Han either. <laughs> like, that's the funny thing is there's no real proof about Chu Han except from what the Grand Tutor has to say. Yeah, but the Grand Tutor, aside from the um, Emperor, is like the top guy. So, that's and he's the, he's the most respected dude. He has the giant lion dog. <laughs> he's got the lion dog. I would, I thought the lion dog would have done more throughout the movie, but it it still had a bit it, of a fight. It killed some dude in the beginning. It scared everyone because it's. It's a bear and a lion and a dog combined. It's huge. And then it has a sweet giant fight at the end with um like It was a Turtle Clan guy? Four different people, yeah. It was a Turtle Clan guy yeah. and um Dong Yilong. Yeah. The Grand Shooter does die in a very spectacular way. It's yeah, <laughs> so he like sets up all the traps. He sets the thing to to do. It's huge. It's a it's this big Jenga tower that like opens up and just starts <laughs> dumping like fuel everywhere. And I thought it was I thought he was just flooding the stuff. Yeah, and that's what I thought it, at first. And yeah. then it starts catching on fire. And you're like, oh, that's actually like some sort of fuel. Um, but then he gets he has a hang glider. Like yep, a, it, that's gonna launch itself. It's. I was like, "What? This is so intricate. It's so ridiculous." Like that's what I liked about it—that it was. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, it like, doesn't that, make that, sense. Yeah, it, I was fine with it. It's it's just okay, whatever. Sure, it's like you got super classic, like and... Saturday morning cartoon villain, like kind of exit. <laughs> like I'm out of here instead of just walking out. <laughs> just yeah. like I'm gonna fly out. I'm gonna take it to the next level and fly out. Yeah, he was gonna just take off um, and just not be there because uh, everything's gonna burn down. But Dong Yilong um, jumps onto the glider thing and 
eventually knocks him down and uh Hyun just like shish kebabs him onto a <laughs> piece of decorative spike. Like a horn of a bull, bull or something, yeah. wasn't it? Like a decorative bull in the yeah. arena. <laughs> everything was very spiky. Um we didn't mention yeah. that, but like everything looked kind of dangerous to be around this city. You really want to just walk around there and get your eye poked out. Yeah. But they saved the Emperor um the the Eagle Clan guy. Yep. He yeah, helps. He, he burns. He helps. To death. He, yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Like it was a weird scene, and the fire is coming from behind the emperor, and he gets flung out of the. They pull these doors open from his safe house because it was just gonna get burnt. Um, and they all kind of jump from the explosion, but it it has a moment where like the the Eagle Clan guy is just like decides to take the brunt of the fire i don't i don't understand why he like sacrificed i don't there wasn't like a logical reason for him to also burn i think he could have jumped with all three of them and jumped off of the little drum i don't know yeah it wasn't pre- presented that well but yeah he like again i like that's why i liked that he was got he was in the main story he's uh, he was very selfish but he yeah, turned around it, it, he it gave him people a to fight heroic sacrifice redemption thing yeah. but i just like i think he could have just jumped with him and they all would have been fine but i don't know yeah <laughs> that's the dumb side of it yes i agree <laughs> uh, it wasn't necessarily presented well but yeah it's yeah. like he stepped in front of the blast and took took the flame so they could jump out but it wasn't yes presented super well yeah and it was way more flame than one person's gonna stop it was like a wall huge yeah, it was a big explosion. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, the Emperor's fine. Uh, Dong Yilong just decides to, like, leave. He's like, I gotta go take the egg back, and I don't want to be the um, commander guy. With, uh, obviously, the dude, the traitor, Chuhyun, wasn't a traitor. Chuhyun gets to be the um, great commander. Yeah. And his fancy armor. In his fancy armor, and then he's shaved, and so I didn't recognize him. <laughs> no, he looked way different. Like he looked way chunkier because of the armor. Like he looked like a bit tubbier in the yeah. face as well. Yeah, um, like the same problem. I was like, "Who is? Oh, it's that's Um, all the girls died, and so that's what yeah. made me mad because like the girls died for like kind of no reason. Yes, be new save Chukyun, but it's like they both the girls both died and definitely no like the nameless girl died for no reason uh and Chukyun gets to be the general and Dong Yilong just goes off on adventures so like the yeah, dudes no, are just like oh, I'm just gonna go have fun okay thanks for dying for me and no we 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 made a grave for you at, at least and had a little ceremony yeah, it was the big dog that killed. The, I'm just watching it now. Um, it's the dog who killed uh, the damage. Yeah, on the new. Yeah, it bit it bit her arm off. I think it was something uh, bad. Not off. It bit her shoulder. Sort of pierced her lungs. Is from what it looks like. Because it was it was a big it was a big dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree because I would have liked to seen her character because the actress put so much into creating the character. Like it wasn't just she was a 
someone on camera. She actually took on this persona of this traumatized uh, prisoner. And it would have been cool to see a development of this character uh, trying to make the world a better place yeah, and getting past all, her all hate. She, all she got but, was kind of a wishy-washy, like, is she... How much is her hatred, like, controlling her? So yeah, and gets, I like she that she turned back on that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was important. Um, I think as far as character development, she probably had the most. Like, Dong Yilong doesn't... He just gets more capable. Oh, and he discovers something about him, but he doesn't actually become anything different. No, he doesn't he's always do been anything. that kind person who wants yeah. to help people. Uh uh, Chu Han, I guess he, he he gets some development where he puts behind his his revenge a little bit. Um, but yeah, again, no, not I mean, much. Not really, he, he killed the guy he was trying to go out. He to, got his revenge. To, you're right, but it was but like he was, incidental. He, he wasn't exactly. actually aiming for it because he kind of just gave up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he. I guess again, it's by his standing in the world his progression before he was considered uh, a coward and now he is this brave general of the whole nation so as a it, it puts him in a position not, to like redeem his family name I guess yeah but it's not really he's changed or progressed it's really that just his, his situation has changed so it's not really yeah. character development um, and we all prefer good character development that's why uh, Avatar the last year been is so good because we get good character development with the different characters um especially and name's gone from my head the bad guy yeah, Zuko. Um, Zuko, yeah yeah like we actually get a change in character mm-hmm. um and that's what i'd prefer but yeah i i agree and i would have loved to have seen um i'm so bad with names <laughs> the main girl her like she is such a cool her the whole look of her character oh, and B- her. Uh, no, the other one. Um, oh, the, the nameless the main, main one. Nameless girl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's why I can't remember her name. She doesn't have a name. <laughs> um, like her look of her character, like just the the costume to the way she presented that kind of cheerful persona was like a fun character. Like it was again very Monster Hunter. It was like your um your guides in in the video game. Like, I wanted to see her again in a movie. Mm-hmm. But it's not to be. Um, yeah, I guess that's I guess that's really the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really we, we, this we, one yeah we, we had to cover this one a little bit more in depth just because we didn't uh, we didn't find a review that did it for us. <laughs> and it's a weird one because it I had fun watching this. It is a fun movie and it is blockbustery. Uh, it is lacking in some of, like, the yeah the character developments lost, um, and the point like what is the actual point of the movie to show that there's unrest because we don't really uh, see anything achieved from the characters as such. Yeah, it's like be loyal to your country. Well, so... and that's the weird thing. It's like. <laughs> If I don't know why um, uh, Mr. Long just didn't go, hey, look, I'm actually a prince of the Northern Kingdom. Can we have peace? Like, I, <laughs> it would have made more sense with me, but no, he just takes off. Like, 
no real acknowledgement of who he is. Despite that being the yeah, catalyst to creating the conflict between his group that leads to them dying or getting split up. Like, if he didn't find that out... Probably because that doesn't serve the main narrative as well. Uh, that works from, I think, our point of view. But if you're looking at this as, like, if this is China talking about North and South and then they're framing the Northern uh, Kingdom as, like, um, the Jurchen or something, you definitely don't want to go, hey, yeah, they're, they're good guys and you go, but yeah, that saved, that solved the problem because that's who was controlling yeah, the enough. country for years. So, uh, they have to show that, like, the Southern Dynasty is the one that, um, although there were problems with it, it's still in its rightful place. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Fair enough. But it's the, that's the thing. If they just didn't introduce the prince thing, they wouldn't have been separate as a group. They may, they all may have been able to fight in that final showdown and not have that weird forest scene. Like, if that was all taken out. I like, don't, yeah, I don't out. know. I can't think of anything that was really helping any of it with him being a prince. And that, that's what it feels like you, like you said, it might actually be from a, a Chinese novel. And so there's more kind of background that we're not getting and potential next movie where that comes into it. Yeah, it just felt like there was more stuff that that had happened or should be happening, and we're just not getting, like, that story. Yeah. And again, I want, we always, I say this every episode, I'm sure, how much is actually lost with the localization or the translation of it, uh, this context that we're missing. Um, because the translation isn't ever hundred percent pure. Yeah, and and there was just a lot of like for what for for the concise story. I mean, it's not it's not a complicated story by itself. Like, there's two kingdoms. There's a traitor, and they're just trying to prolong the war. And someone's trying to stop that. Kind of is the what's happening here but they with so many characters and so many little side things and trying to show everyone's drama and then trying to show um character progression it's there's a lot on the plate and like not a big enough plate yep yep that's yeah i understand yeah. I see what you're saying uh, but, yeah it's some cool moments yeah. And there's some good some symbolism. Like I like what they did with the um, the fruit was interesting. Although I don't know how it dried out so quickly because it's all in one afternoon. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but I like I kind of like that. Um, uh, but yeah, lots of good details. But yeah, overall, I think it's one of those cases with. I think I've used this example multiple times where the parts are greater than the sum the opposite of synergy you know when you get a good movie that yeah, it's a crap movie yeah. but it's fantastic like the part the parts are greater than the the um, yeah, yeah. And, and i think that this happens like more often than we want it's like the the end result it's just like it was yeah it was it was a movie it was entertaining um it has more promise Problems. than i think it could deliver on uh yep but it was on netflix so <laughs> i mean <laughs> 
It is what it oh, is. And, uh, oh, I and, think that was one issue I had with one of the reviewers where they were saying, I can't believe this came out of China. It's like, mm, you're missing like several decades of films coming out of China. Not just Hong Kong, but mainland China too. It's like, th- this, if, if this is your kind of like enjoyment movie, there are 40 other um, ones that look just like this. <laughs> Yeah, I I wonder if they they uh they they've missed and they're used to seeing what they see like the like the eighties films and we like them because of the kung fu but a lot of the average film goer will see like an old Jackie Chan film and they're like what the heck's this rubbish? <laughs> like, they'll they'll see. I mean that, that's that's the same way with even um like Western films where true like, true, the, true, young, true the younger generation is like doesn't watch anything past when they were like born. Yep, no, no, that's fair. Um, there are some classics that hold up, um, but and so I think that's what people are used to, like cheesy kung fu films. And when you see something with this production and you haven't seen anything else, I can understand where the, what the, where the, why they've said it, but it's because, as you say, they haven't paid attention to what's out there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that that's just the genre. That's the the even if you're not looking at like foreign films in general, but like say you're watching, I, I just picking something so you're watching like western cinema but you only watch uh say like spaghetti westerns like i like spaghetti westerns but like if you pick like a specific genre but it's the only movies you've seen and then you're just like then then you suddenly watch some other main big genre and like wow i can't believe that like they could make something like this it's like yeah there's a lot of them there's a, a lot of other stuff out there exactly yeah uh, that's interesting. I didn't really think about this until I think today because yeah, this is a mainland China film. Yeah, um, so this is like the difference um, between Hong Kong cinema and mainland. Yeah, there's more politics well tied up, and that's just now going to be the case. I think even with Hong Kong um, cinema, but uh, yes. like the Wall, um, which I remembered, I remember distinctly watching that, and I couldn't remember if I couldn't decide if I was like maybe you cover this on the Kung Fu or. Maybe it needs to be on the Monster Podcast. Uh, and it ended up being on neither of them because it's not a great movie, even though I watched it three times. <laughs> it's I a, thought we did the, cover that. Did, did we? I don't, I don't even Is know. Is it the Matt Damon one? Yeah. The Matt Damon maybe, one? Maybe we did get around to watching it. Maybe we just kind of, I'm sure we, maybe we just talked about it on one of the episodes, but we've definitely, I've definitely I seen it so. and we definitely have talked about it in passing at least. <laughs> I, I think maybe we just decided not to, not to cover I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. It is a bit of a weird one. Um, yeah, it was. A, it was a fun enough movie. The monsters were cool, and the setting was oh, cool. Yeah, no, was I just... enjoyed it. It's, I just don't think it fit into. There wasn't enough monsters, mm. or there wasn't enough kung fu. Because there's like no kung fu in that movie. No, no, it's an action movie. Yeah, yeah. I think that was probably what happened. Yeah, and we kind of had branched out to more just kind of. Yeah, I mean, I I fit the wuxia stuff into kung fu because it's, yes. it's a martial art. They're just using weapons, um, so it's yes, technically more of a martial art than just barehanded. But. Yes. Yeah, yeah. As I say, yeah, I think when you start talking about like costuming, because that's what this, that's where this movie's shown. Like the costuming was fantastic. Mm, the yeah. sets were fantastic. The weapons were fantastic. Uh, and to be honest, the combat wasn't terrible, but there wasn't that much of it. Uh, 
No, there could have been more. There could have been more yeah. combat. Uh, as I say, this is very close to being a Monster Hunter movie. You take mm-hmm. out the political crap, and then it's it's a Monster Hunter movie. Yeah. So where would you rate this good. one? Mm-hmm. Would you? Mm-hmm. I think the controversial issues probably bring it down. In your, they do. In your mind, I would I give guess. this. It's, it's this is difficult. I'm trying to think if. I don't think I'd want to watch this again. Six, six point five. Yeah, okay. That's still pretty generous. Um, no, I think I, mean, I, I was entertained by it. I just the 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 weaknesses of it, and then the final act of just like it just sour, put yes. a sour taste in my mouth. I was like, oh, this was great, and then until like what? Yeah, they didn't. It feels like that's definitely the weakest third of the movie is the last half there was some good action in it there was some fun parts to it but yeah it was like it felt like it was rushed to an end and that felt like they had to force those negative parts into the film to create emotion instead of like force emotion instead of actually presenting they're just trying to wrap it up i guess i i liked when yeah. it got to the beast king and then it's showing all this cool stuff and it's like i want this to be the best i was like where are they gonna i was trying to figure out where are they gonna go with the rest of this because like there's crazy plants and all this world building stuff, and then oh no, we're back in the city. Okay, and but yeah, and then the and the whole mist forest, like mystical forest, like, and it was just literally a couple of trees, like not even that close together. So was, I would call that a grove at best. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it wasn't the really gro- a forest, and it wasn't that illusion. Mis- <laughs> and so I yeah. think yeah, maybe around a budget. I don't know, like it, that. I agree. So uh, for entertainment and costuming and stuff, like I rate it quite highly, but final execution, it brings it right back down. So I agree about six, um, 62. Let's go 62. Yeah. Um, this is probably and, like the least, I may, may say that this is the worst thing that we've seen. Not that it's like a bad thing. It's just of what we've watched. Like I liked this oh, the no. least. Well, I say that, and I really didn't like New Legend of Monkey, and I felt bad about that. Like, I can't even. And that could have got yeah, better. I only just... watched, like, one episode. I was like, I just not into this. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that was, like, super, like, Saturday afternoon TV. Probably. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I knew it was it was the same feeling as watching, like, Hercules and Xena. Yeah. yeah, that's just what it sat in. And I wasn't in the mood to watch that. Um, yeah, yeah. What else have we watched uh, that was really bad? I can't think of anything. I don't know. Like I remember not really liking. It wasn't. I think it was Ip Man, but it was one of the that kind of period. You know, oh, more modern. There's the really violent pre-mod. one that I don't think. I. I. It was okay. And the, the fighting but it was wasn't. Just, yeah, like so violent. Yeah, it was. Was it? I don't think it was the Ip Man story, but it was by someone else. It was like no, Grand no, no. Master it was or something. The... It was the prequel. There's a prequel to the, the Ipman story, but it wasn't the Ipman series. Or was it the fictional uh, guy that's like Ipman? I thought it was the Wong Fei Hung. Yeah, Wei Fei Hung. Yeah, that's what yeah, it was. It was like his prequel. Yeah, it's the legacy begins or something. Yeah, which is kind of I like the actor. The like the cast story. was good, but it was just oh, so yeah, yeah. bloody, and I was just not in the space to like watch that <laughs> and the, yeah I, and the action wasn't good like it was just violent but not good or clever or fun which is what we like we like the yeah. 
give g- give me the the X Gang versus Donnie Yen any day of the week when he's fighting like fifty guys <laughs> yeah. with axes. Um, over over what that was, so I think that one was rated lower, and aesthetically it looked really cool. It was gritty and it had a nice look, but I just as a movie, it wasn't. It didn't. It, it wasn't. Even yeah, I think I was like, I'd rather be watching like Iron Monkey or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I think that uh-huh. that that wraps us up for this double world. Double world. I have no idea why it's called double world. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's a north and south. I don't know. Two kingdoms. Like, I don't. That's a better name. Like double kingdom or <laughs> anything else would have been better, to be honest. It's a terrible name. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. All right. Well, Dave, where can people find you? Should we go wrap this thing up? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at sentinel underscore plus. Uh, they can find the podcast at cthpod. Uh, on Twitter, uh, I think that's kind of it. How about yourself? That is VaderVanOden dot com. Has my links to me and my son's YouTube and our podcast and other things I get up to. That's it. All right. Well, then we'll figure out what's on the the docket for next time. Uh, I'm doing more classic things again. I I don't know. I think that I this do- soured me on. Yeah, I I agree and I feel you, but I kind of liked that we jumped between like old and the new. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I like to bounce around. It 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 was kind of a nice change to have something that's very crisp and clean rather than like the older and slower pace. Um, But yeah, I'm keen for something old. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll figure something out. I um I was just actually watching it wasn't like a documentary, but uh, uh, it was a I don't know YouTube. Thing that I was just talking about, um, older, like unappreciated martial, maybe not, maybe not appreciated, but like martial arts, martial artists that uh, they had, um, they had their like heyday in the cinema, but they weren't like the main characters, uh, and then they kind of just like, what did they just kind of fell away, um, and uh, one one of those was uh the. Um, his name escapes me, but I will I will find it uh, in the future because I know what it is. Um, but he played uh, the the husband of the husband and wife duo um, in Kung Fu Hustle. Oh yep. So his like seventies and eighties stuff is like really really good. He's always like a bad guy. Um, but he worked a lot with um, Yun Biao, Jackie Chan, and Sammo Hung. So I think there's a couple movies we can pull from there because we haven't really looked at Sammo Hung again yet. Um, no, we haven't actually. No. He's he's been in stuff, but like wasn't the star of something. So I think something fun like um, Aces Go Places or um, Meals on Wheels. He's one of the like the schlocky, silly uh, early '80s Jackie Chan ones. Um, doesn't be Jackie Chan, but like Sammo Hung, like that era. Um, I will see yep. uh, which one had that particular actor in it. Um, I think it's like Jack Jack Ma. Was it uh, Sammo Hung who did Into the Fat Dragon, the original? Yes. Yeah, because that could be worth a watch. To the original. Yeah, that that might be. Um, the 
because that's 1978, and I mean, I. I enjoyed the 2021, but I feel like we'll get more enjoyment out of the, the original version. Yeah. Yeah, I probably, I agree. Um, yeah. We'll see if we can track that down. We'll get something. Yeah. There's plenty out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we will see y'all next time for something else, something new, and something kung fu. So we're signing off. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.